Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Smirak. I'm here with the boys, Cal and Petey. Say what's up, gents. Yo. Ready to rock on Christmas Eve. Yo, this is the, this is the, this is the, this is the, this is the review. Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, it is on, baby. This is going to be the one that's going to blow you guys out. Finally, we're going to have an honest, proactive. <laughs> we're going to talk about this movie, okay? We're going to, you guys, we're not even, you guys have already seen the movie, so we're not even going to go play around with this. We're going to go straight into the main parts right here. Was this movie the huge hit, which it is, as good as they're, they're making out to be. And all I got to say is just one word. God dog it, it sure as heck was. Okay, Spider-Man off. Spider-Man No Way Home was- You said Spider-Man off the heezy. That's what you're going to say. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> off the hooksy. <laughs> hooksy, heezy, it is off the chain, bro. If you haven't seen this movie, you ain't, your blood ain't pumping through your veins. Like, it sound like Joe Biden over there. Joe Biden, yo, bro, you know, so look, Basic simple thing is the multiverse is a thing. You have Spider-Man, you've seen the basic trailer, but the trailer doesn't give you the whole entirety of what's happening. You know, they're mad spoilers, but just telling those people who somehow have been living under a rock and haven't been able to figure out what's happening. It's not the number one movie forever. It's gonna be the first movie to break a billion dollars. All I gotta say for the pandemic, people have been waiting. Marvel has delivered, Sony has delivered, and if you can't like this, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Can you give us what the plot of this thing is? What's the catalyst of the story? As we saw in the last movie that he was in, they know his identity. So he goes to Doctor Strange and says, hey, my identity is hurting people around me that I love. How is it hurting people? Can you tell them how it's hurting people? So for example, um, they're not getting into MIT. Um, Zendaya won't get into it. Ned won't get into MIT, for example. People are following him in school. you know, so they want to, he wants those who around him, who did he loves to be able to do the things that they want to do, okay? They thought they were a shoo-in, but because of all the controversy Spider-Man has going around, MIT said no. So he goes to Dr. Strange and he says, doctor, can you hook me up with a small spell? Can you just, you know, make everybody forget about what's happening? And there we see, yes, they can do that. Dr. Strange does it, but unfortunately, Spider-Man being Tom Holland, he interrupts the spell quite a few times, five or six times. And therefore, the spell goes awry, and it starts bringing in characters from other um, universes. So we have the we have Doc Octopus, who is uh, um, a villain from our friend from the Tobey Maguire universe of Spider-Man. We have um, um, what do you call the guy, the Lizard Lizard Man? We have the Lizard, the Lizard, Just the Lizard not the Lizard Man. We have Electro, we have Sandman, and of course, we got Green Goblin coming through. You know, so now let me pause. Let me pause you for a second. Now, the idea, the way, like, what was it? Um, I think it's Harvard Business School. Whenever they have a celebrity and a, a celebrity decides, let me turn off my Twitter. The school says, turn the Twitter and Instagram back on. We see it in the number of people trying to apply to the schools. Yeah. Stay on IG. So Spider Man would be a big thing for for MIT. They'd be like, no. If everyone with Flash Thompson, anybody can go. Let them go. Keep your keep more, more. The more interest, the more people come to our school. What? Peter Parker's going to MIT? Yes. <laughs> we need money. They all. Every these schools are all about money. So I just wanted to throw that part in. So keep going. 
So just to put a proviso, these are great institutions of learning that help to shape the American society as it is. Oh, whatever. They told Smith to turn back on Harvard Business School to turn back on the IG. We can see the numbers of people coming to the interest in the school from your IG. Keep it on. Well, it's just not just again another uh, <laughs> such a big situation. This is facts. So continuing. Well, so by bringing them into the whole um, into the whole universe, um, you start having a whole bunch of stuff happen. You know, the, the universe, people are going at it. So what happened? Our, the main problem is this: um, our friend um, Strange basically says, "Yo, these guys gotta go." You know, what I'm trying to say they're gonna die. Most of them died. They're gonna have to end up. They're gonna need to go back to their old universes and die or whatever it happens because we need to fix our universe. And our boy Spidey's like, "Nah, that ain't gonna happen, baby. That that can't rock." With oh my so, gosh! So Spidey and Doctor Strange have a fight, basically, which you don't see. You see that famous scene when Doctor Strange knocks the knocks the astral form out of Spider Man, like yeah. But because he has the spider senses, he can't grab the. It doesn't stop it. This stop. Stop. I don't know about the. Uh, I don't know about the spider senses. I think it was so, more like the spider, the spider fan service, i.e., fan wank. That's yeah. pretty much why. He, that's so, pretty so, much why he couldn't do anything. Am I am I being an unreliable narrator that you guys have to interrupt as I try to explain? You ask your to- energy on these things that are ridiculous is a little too much. That, that's all I have to say. I know. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna cut in here and add that one of the. I think these parts of the plot are not the strong parts of the movie. It's just what to get us to the next stage, to get us this thing. And I've now accepted, I mean, I'm not, this is not sort of the, this approach to Spider-Man isn't what I grew up on, but they have a certain approach that they're doing, that that Tom Holland's character is a wide-eyed sort of Spider-Man, like a young sort of Spider-Man, not like the way Peter Parker was in the, the, no, not like the way he was in the comic book. Like Tobey Maguire is more like um, the John Romita one, the um what's the name the Andrew Garfield is more like the Ditko one this one is more like um like I always say it's like Jimmy Olsen like wide-eyed but they want to do mistakes so that's why you get the mistake of you know the the messing up the spell in the first movies he he messes up he gets stuck in the he gets stuck in a warehouse in the next movie he get hit the mistake of giving up the stuff to Mysterio so they're doing the kids sort of Spider-Man that kind of can make mistakes. Something that um, I think Ditko had said, like, you know, have being young, being able to make mistakes, even though his Spider-Man didn't make that many mistakes, he kind of would have these things where he would win, but then in fact, um, J. Jonah Jameson would come down on him and it looked like he menaced the society at the same time. So he, he would obviously kind of lose to the public and he had all this negative camp- smear campaign against him. So they were playing with that stuff, but these parts of the plot are just kind of, as as Cal was saying, just going for the fan stuff, like having Spider-Man being able to battle it out with um, Doctor Strange, which makes kind of no sense. But, you know, you you at the end, it's like, hey, he used his mind and he used math to defeat Doctor Strange. But all this is happening, and isn't Wong a big deal in this story? Isn't he hinted? Let's not even get to Wong. We're just trying to do it. Cal, can you finish up the synopsis? Because he's going on, and we'll get into the whole shebang. So what's your take on the whole synopsis? Starting from the point after the battle with Doctor Strange. 
All right, well, pretty no, much Spider-Man. No, say something about the Doctor Strange thing. You'll feel oh, it. No, we talked about that. We're going no, to he, I said that. my part. Let him so say his part about that. that. I'm trying to help Cal. So we can <laughs> back to the person need to be elicited, okay? So, all right, so pretty much, pretty much Spider-Man screwed up, but he doesn't want to deal with it because, you know, it's hurting his feelings or what have you. Because nobody's really hurt. So he goes to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is trying to sort everything out. And then Doctor Strange is like, no, look, you screwed up the spell. Now we got these people here. We got to go over and send them back. And once again, Spider-Man's like, no, I don't want anybody to go back and die on my watch. Maybe there's something we can actually do for them, doing a dumb teenager thing. So then they get into this whole fight. And somehow Spider-Man is able to defeat Doctor Strange in the mirror universe, which should not freaking happen because somehow he paid attention in geometry class. Which makes no damn sense whatsoever. It just made no sense whatsoever. What well, we were talking worse. about that part, Cat. We were talking about. Let's go after that part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how in the world? This guy got. He was stuck there. He was not stuck there because Spider Man did a magic spell. He was stuck there because of webbing, web fluid. Like he could yes. just say, "Hey, yes. disappear, disappear, or something." But that's like the spider wank at the end of the day. If you're in Spider Man's movie, or if you're in Spider Man's comic book. And if you're a comic book reader, yes. you know what I mean. Thank you. You know what I mean. Spider-Man cool. versus Fire Lord, anyone? <laughs> okay, okay, you there, know there, what there I mean. There may be a little bit of license there. We're not going to do that. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, Mars. Thank you. Okay, so we we, 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 we move on past so, that, all right? So, so then, he, be, uh, then he comes over and he continues to do, you know, he continues to do more teenage blockhead stuff where I'm going to try to help these dudes cure him. And anybody who's read these comics knows that the sin- this is pretty much the Sinister Six he's got right here. Those guys nearly kill him every time they come out. And the only way he's able to ever defeat them is by splitting them up and taking them on one at a time. And the one time I think he did fight them all at once, they nearly killed him. He, he won, but he was like, you know, with all that, that battle damage, Spidey thing, he was like almost bloody naked because the suit couldn't hold up to it. So of course, you know, that doesn't, of course that doesn't work out. Though it works out well enough with one of them. So it, it, there's some pay, uh, payoff with that a little bit later. But what we did get was a really good turn from William Defoe playing Norman Osborn and showing us exactly why this guy is one of Spidey's, if not Spidey's, deadliest villain. Because, I mean, the acting he did over there, just the facial expression, just the change from uh, Norman Osborn to uh, green, the Green Goblin persona, really good. But Spidey pretty much screws up again. Aunt May gets, you know, Aunt May gets taken out after telling him with great power comes great responsibility, which is the first time I was aware there is no Uncle Ben in this universe. I was like, okay, Aunt May was just like, like, all right, I guess it was just Happy Hogan. So he's 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 torn up about this whole thing, doesn't really know what to do. But then he gets some help from his friends who are there doing absolutely nothing up until this point. And then uh, Baby Wong has one of the uh, <laughs> those, <laughs> Baby Wong has one of the sling rings. Excuse me, can you for, explain to me who Baby Wong is? Because oh, well, like there's nobody named Baby Wong. There's yes, no there is. Tell them. Baby, Baby Wong. No, you haven't noticed? Marvel seems to be having this thing going on. If you are Asian in the Marvel films, you can do magic. Because out of nowhere, Ned gets the sling ring, and somehow he's able to just open up portals. Wong became the Sorcerer Supreme. Okay, and then we got Shang-Chi running around with these magic rings. So, I, you know, Ned is Baby Wong. So Baby Two Wong examples? comes over. Oh, my God. He did three. How? Wong is the social supreme. Mm-hmm. Shang-Chi okay. and the magic ring. That's a whole other question. We'll, we'll start the, with that The Mandarin. Uh, how, many more, the, how many more magic? We'll start with that later. Continue with, the, with your brief synopsis. Skip past anything with magic. Okay, great. So, again, baby, so, baby, so baby Wong is looking for, uh, Peter, is looking for uh, Peter Parker. They said, let's find Spider-Man. 
and then they find Spider-Man. But it's Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, and the crowd went wild in the movie theater where I was at. We loved it. Cool. So you, you just, your your audio is distorting. Your audio is distorting. Just so you know, it's <laughs> it's been too loud. Okay. So anyway, so we're in the theater. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man comes. Crowd goes wild. We loved it. There was all these cats out there who loved Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yes. It was not fair that he didn't get that third movie. And all you guys took a dunk on him. And then all of a sudden, you're going to come to this movie now and say, oh, no, we love him too. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. We know who you are. We know who you are. But Spidey gets me. some help. Spidey actually gets some help because not only did villains come over, but Spider-Man actually came over. And so we get Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. They come over. They get together. Make wait, a plan. Wait, wait, you beat over the Tobey Maguire part? You don't, you don't see him coming through? Nice, cool, calm, and collected older version. He was a little. He was a. He was little. Looked like Toby had been through a lot in life when he. I thought up. he was like an evil Spider-Man. <laughs> he was gonna turn at the last second. He looked like, you know, he was a little too calm. He wasn't in the suit, and I was just like, "Is this guy gonna be like at the last minute? We're gonna find out." Hey, I'm not. I'm really like an evil Spider-Man, but I like this universe, and I'm gonna take everything you have. That's the persona I was getting from him when he first came there, and it never stopped oh. until he left. And the crowd went crazy. No, this is the, uh, this the other part. Every costume looked cool. There was no point where you said, hey, the Maguire one doesn't look as good as the most recent one. All the Spider-Man outfits, every version of it works. You can like, yes. you can like Holland better than all the other two. The costumes are still cool. And the thing about Andrew Garfield is that he was doing the the Spider-Man humor. Even though he didn't have the mask on, he, that, that sort of tone of his humor was very cool. And that's what was kind of missing because what's the name is more like a wide-eyed and he sees the other heroes and he's not cynical where in the comic books, he runs into the Avengers and he's cynical out the wazoo, like doing all of his jokes. So that was that moment with them, and they throw the piece of bread. Hey, it's a piece of bread. <laughs> we'll continue in Cal. Um, we're gonna pass it on to Petey. Now, Petey, let's get all the way to the end. Skip this uh, stuff. What, what are you talking about? I wasn't finished. <laughs> I said a brief synopsis so we can get back into the individual parts. I well, was being brief. I still wasn't done. I told you skip the magic, and you've skipped me two times. We can how can we skip Baby Wong? Jesus. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Goodness. Well, I'm okay. only the thing is that now that they're all together and they have, and one of the things that wait, wait, you I, didn't acknowledge that Toby Maguire had a huge um, clap in the audience. Let's not forget because that. he because he did it. He, he did. did it. The audience and went what, crazy. What audience were you at? Why was that? Everybody was like, "Hey, it was Garfield, man. It was Garfield Bro, it was, all day, all, all the time." Both all right, all right, all right. Let's say we're having a fight right now. The thing that's is, right. they, and I'm gonna win. They're working <laughs> they, the, the Spider-Mans and the and the Scooby Gang because Marvel screwed the pooch, calling this them the Scooby Gang. That means Buffy's a Scooby Gang. All of these teams are just copying off of Scooby Doo, Buffy. Arrow and now Spider-Man having a person and share all that stuff, having the teens friends thing, all that stuff. So basically they're working out. And the other thing is that we don't know where the villains are in all this time. Like there's this big gap, which is all fun story, but where they're developing all the things to cure the rest of the villains. All in this time, the villains are nowhere to be found until Spider-Man goes to social media and says, I will be here at such and such a time. Wong doesn't evolve, so finally they all come at that time. So you know that's just movie. You know the movie dynamics. They don't have enough time to say they were. Wong just... said, "Keep me out of it." That's what he said. Huh? Say that. Wong said, "Keep me out of it." 
Well, I, just, I will, and I will just chat. Well, we'll get to. I guess we'll get to more later. So then they had this big thing at the Statue of Liberty. For some reason, they're putting Captain America's shield with the Statue of Liberty when you know that thing is coming down. You know, I was so glad. They, were you happy as I was when that shield came down? I was like, that looks terrible. <laughs> that shield needs to go back up. No so they, way. If Cap defend, was like, Cap, if, defend if our nation alive, against the evils Cap, outside. That's no, what it's up no, there. You don't have the damn shield. It's a torch yeah. supposed to be lighting the way for people to come here, like a lighthouse. It lights or the way and it's not shield. a shield. Just you whack. Have a shield. That was whack. I love it. The shield and the light. So basically, there they have their whole plan to cure everybody and at the same time, then send them home. But I don't see how that would stop them from dying when they went back home. But, you know, we're, he's going to go through with this plan that Aunt May kind of said, sent him to do. And with the even though it wasn't the smartest thing to do, they should have just sent them back home. And then they they have this moment, they have some jokes, obviously, where they struggle with the Sandman, they they struggle with working as a team. But then they also realize that um, Tom Holland Spider-Man has all this vengeance in his heart. And he wants to do what you have to do in these movies is kill the villain. And they're trying to say, no, you're not supposed to do that. But it's still the Green Goblin, so they have this big showdown. Everyone is kind of getting cured and going back and they're putting them to the side, but the goblin has other plans. He gets in there, they're in the big fight. Tom Holland's kind of throwing away all the stuff he's heard. And then they finally, then Garfield's able to get him to calm down. And then of course they know, actually what's the name is on the floor that he gets to see him, but then we got um, Tommy McGuire right there, gets him to stop. And then of course the goblin gets him again. <laughs> But they ultimately stop everything. They're able to go home. But at the same time, Spider-Man, not Doctor Strange, figures another spell that would save the day. Everyone should forget him, and then I will turn everything back, right? But as that happens, the, what's the name? The guy, that's, I jumped around, sorry, guys. The goblin comes and wrecks that spell and opens up the old multiverse and everything goes awry, because he puts a bomb in the box. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it basically it's a fun movie, you know, like basically do we reverse everything as we expected them to do, but this time nobody knows who Peter Parker is, None, all the history is gone, what, what's up? Just nobody knows <laughs> no more. So he moves on, Happy doesn't know him, um, even though MJ said she was she would remember him, of course she didn't. Ned is, um, you know, meeting up with him at this. I think was was that was that bakery that place we went to in Brooklyn, the same place Might where the, comic, the the Comic Con is. Yeah, oh, that would really be cool. It looks like it, doesn't it? It looks exactly like it. Oh my god! You, anyway. And you notice, Ned, you notice, uh, Ned. He wasn't reading like you know because they got an MIT, but he wasn't reading any manuals that were for MIT. He was reading some uh, like uh, ancient magical tone. I hope you guys noticed that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there with you, bro. I don't even know where you're going with that. Well, um, let's. Right, so overall, did you, did you guys enjoy the movie? Let's uh, let's start that. We'll start with that. Overall, did you enjoy the movie? Yeah, I would say for me, it was okay. I think there was moments that brought me back into the movie, like when, because I forgot that other Spider-Mans were going to show up, and when Andrew Garfield showed No, before that, I did like that, no, when, when the movie started, I started to get back into the movie when um, 
they said, um, oh no, um, you know, the goblin is, is he's located next to where May is. And when Spider-Man goes there, it's, he's actually Norman Osborn at this point, and he's normal. And Defoe is pulling out all the stops with his acting. He is just killing it. He is there, he's helping Spider-Man cure it, set up these cures and whatnot. And then Spider-Man has this, like this is Marvel doing their version of the Spider-Sense. And it's just like some sort of attack on him. And he goes and he figures out that Norman's gone bad again. We're like, yes. And then Norman proceeds to to do some wrestling moves, dropping Spider-Man floor to floor. And I loved it. Just like slamming him over and over and over again. What What about you, Cal? I'm still going. I'm still going. That was the cool thing. He's still going. He's going. That was the coolest stuff. The having to fight, the having this guy that is strong as Spider-Man, like giving it to him. Because the Doc Ock fight was great too, until the nano stuff ruined it. Like the Doc Ock is giving it to him. Then of course he takes over the the whole movie. He takes over the nanotechnology with the. Come on, that's such a. That's not. I mean, that's a. That, I don't even know if that's. A, I guess it's Iron Man in the in the comic books past two thousand. But it was just like, that's a little too much for me in the Spider-Man thing. And Doc Ock was doing so good in that early part. So seeing him get behind kick for a while, you know, sad to see that. But I didn't really get the emotions of the death of May. Because May also said it, you did the right thing. We like, will no, you didn't. Over that. This was just you a didn't do the question. right thing. We will go over this. We just I'm getting to why I was, I was in the movie when he was getting his ass his behind kicked. Then I was kind of like, nah, with this May stuff. But then when they had the Wong or baby Wong <laughs> was this open the portal and I was like, oh, okay, this we're going to get Spider-Man back into it. I'm like, oh, I totally didn't expect there was going to be Andrew Garfield there. So I was, I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. All that stuff in that movie was just fun from that part. So everything after that was just like, just like, you know, just gravy. It was just sort of a fun movie. It's not, making anything everyone's going this is bad this is like the third best movie of spider-man we first is spider-man 2 then um i don't know which one they say is is the best spider-man after that they go to one of the holland movies and then they go to this and i was like no this is a sequel this <laughs> no, is definitely not. a sequel <laughs> hmm? yeah so, no, what is your take this is the this is the third best spider-man movie. no it's not <laughs> so cal what's no, your not. take What's your what's did, did you like the movie? Uh, oh yeah, how could you not have? No, this was a this was a lot of fun. I had a, I was really happy I saw it in the theater. I was really happy that I saw it in the theater. It was like me, I was hanging out, and it was like okay. And I think it was like ninety percent, like ninety five percent dudes in the theater. It was and what there was some guy there. I think his girlfriend was there with him. She tried to ask him something. He she was like shut up. <laughs> Yo, these are. Dude, have you been? Have you seen? I've only seen a couple of guys how they react with their women at these superhero movies. And I was at a theater, and I got to. I was in there, and this dude got there late. He turned on me. I think he was either he was either West Indian or African. And he turned to me and he said, "How much did I miss?" I said, "You only missed like ten, like ten minutes, but nothing really happened. It was just this setup." And then ten minutes after that, his girl came up there with the food. So he left her online to get the food and he went to see the movie. This is the guys are going back to their childhood and saying, baby, I'll meet you there. You get us some popcorn and 
<laughs> this is uh, not in this theater, but you know, I've seen that happen. So it's funny to see how guys are going back to their roots of being kids and being like, babe, don't fuck this. Excuse me. <laughs> don't mess this up for me. No, guys are like totally into it. So that atmosphere made, yeah, that atmosphere just made it, you know, made it really, really cool. So, but, you know, everything, a lot of the stuff that I like Sam already touched on. But uh, one of the things I really enjoy, everybody's been so cavalier about the secret identity. So cavalier about that. Thing. I can just take off my mask and it's not a big problem. Oh, I can take off my mask. Nobody's going to tell on me. I'm going to take a bath. Over. And this was a final. Finally, it's like, no, there's some repercussions to this whole thing. There's a reason. Isn't there supposed to be a reason why you're keeping your identity a secret? Okay. Well, now people know. What's the repercussion to the whole thing? Aunt May's death, I really, I really just feel it's like an Uncle Ben thing. Or it's got to be, uh, they have to have a closer connection. And I don't think they have really played up the connection between uh, uh, Marissa Tomei's, uh, you know, Marissa Tomei acting as uh, Aunt May never really, I never really felt that she was very much connected to Peter Parker. So when she died, of course, it's not a happy thing, but it's not like any of the, it's not like, and remember, Uncle Ben isn't in the movies very long. He's not in the movies very long, but they're still able to make that connection between him and Peter and make it strong enough that when he does pass away, you're like, okay, you know, these guys were together in three films. And when she died, I was like, that's really bad, but didn't feel the same thing, didn't have the same way. And, you know, I felt differently when they even in, uh, into the Spider-Verse where you see Miles, his uncle passes, you know, his uncle passes away. They were able to make that connection a lot better than I yes. thought they went right here. But yeah. they, you know, they went with the whole thing like, yeah, you've got to have the secret identity. A little bit more of the whole Spider-Man thing where even when Spider-Man wins, he loses, you know, along good lines. I was like, okay, I haven't had that, you know, for, well, no, I thought they did that in the first Tom Holland film. I thought they, you know, they did touch on that particular thing. But uh, between, you know, William Dafoe, that would think that was like, for me, that's, yeah, that's probably like the highlight at the end of the day. No, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield was so, uh, Andrew Garfield was so loved in the movie when Andrew Garfield left, guys were like, all right, movie's over. We can leave now. <laughs> the guys were like, no, you still got to see these end credits. You know, but it was just, a, it was just a lot, it was just a lot of fun. I mean, imagine if you are a Tobey Maguire fan or Andrew Garfield and to see them in this movie, it's such a payoff. It's such a payoff, uh, you know, for all that time. So I, I appreciated that they did that for guys who are big fans of Spider-Man and followed it, you know, all, all of this particular time. And I'm looking forward, I am looking forward, you know, to see what comes next down the pike. Uh, I want to see the only the biggest criticism I have with these Marvel films. I am really getting tired of Marvel movies being about the screw ups of the heroes that what do you guys do? It's like every time you guys are coming to save the day, you started this. You made this problem. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, let him keep going. Just, let him just, keep going. Let him keep going. He's not finished yet. Yeah, not finished yet. He's not finished yet. Not finished yet. Okay, that's everything. That's everything from like Avengers 2 on down. Why are we here? We're here because you couldn't keep your mask on around people. Oh, look, these villains are running around because you couldn't shut up during the spell. You know, stop making problems for yourself. You guys are supposed to be out there helping people, not making these really big, grandiose problems. And then when you solve it, we're supposed to sit back and say, yes, a real hero. No, no, stop making trouble. That's it. That's, I mean, that's right on the, that's right on the money. And that's the thing. And, and the thing is, I don't think, uh, Mars, I don't think you're actually thinking, you, Cal knows how many issues I have with the Spider-Man films. And the fact that I didn't just go and torch it completely is a big thing.
You should yes, be happy. <laughs> Very big. <laughs> it doesn't sound to the layman <laughs> out there that you were, this is a grudging passing 50%. If we had a grade, if, let's say imagine you were a professor and you had to grade the movie, you know, I would think that you you gave it a D plus, you know, no, I we, gave it a, I'm I saying gave it a, a plus and Cal gave it barely a D. You know, so that's the impression that I'd I would say Cal gave no, it a no. C, C plus, B, B minus. No, 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 no. I gave it higher, B plus, A minus. I gave it that for me. I gave it a. I mean, the criticism is the criticisms are fair, but that doesn't ruin the enjoyment of the overall film. Okay, the criticism those are fair criticisms, but at the same point, you know, the criticism I'm saying doesn't. I mean, it's it's less than the enjoyment I got from seeing William Defoe's acting less than I got from seeing Andrew Garfield in the film, you know, but, but the criticisms are fair, you know, they're fair at the end of the day, but still, it was just a really, it was a fun ride. It was a really fun ride. And if they can tune some of this stuff for future, which they probably don't have to with the money that they're making, they're going like, oh, he's going to keep screwing up. Watch how big he screws up next time. But this is still, you know, it's still a good film, still good, a lot of fun. You know, I recommend that anybody who wants to have some enjoyment, it was a good, uh, Mm. I can't say necessarily it was good escapist fun, but if you're somebody who's enjoyed the films, the only thing of guys always fall into this trap of like which guy was better. This this is, this is supposed to be Spider Man at the end of the day. It's supposed to be Spider Man. So nobody should be looking into this which you know which Spider Man is better. You might enjoy one of the films better at the end of the day. But if you're somebody who really digs Spider Man as a character, how could you not have been you know how could you not have had some fun? with that at the end of the day. I mean, I'm sitting there, I'm watching the film and I'm like, yeah, yeah, Mars is gonna, Mars is gonna really enjoy this film. Yeah, yeah, Petey's gonna hate that part. <laughs> but, but overall, it's gonna be, overall, you're still gonna have fun. And isn't, isn't that what we want at the end of the day from the film? And, 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 that's exactly, and that's exactly what I want, you know? So, I mean, in my opinion, which I don't know if you guys know about the film already, is that it was a damn good film. Overall, Didn't you say that in the beginning? I just want to clarify that it was a very good film. I mean, my experience with the audience was that the audience was dynamic. Where I went, I went to the theater, the Magic Johnson Theater in Harlem, and you had um, oh, a very diverse crowd, and the crowd was to the rafters. It was completely full. And of course, when you go to that theater, people are constantly uh, don't go in there. Don't go in happy. there. <laughs> Not talk, but they are also participating did in the movie. They're responding did you have, to what's happening. Did you have trouble getting tickets? Absolutely not. Not at all. So I almost, I mean, didn't, I almost didn't get seats. I almost, I almost didn't get seats. Well, I've never done this whole thing about buying tickets in advance. I've never done that because I've always been able to get tickets day of. But I was just trying to get two seats, you know, for me and my boy. And I'm trying to get these things to get, I'm trying to get these things together. And every time I looked, I was like, wow, these things are selling out quickly at the end of the day, but I was able to snag two seats for like a five o'clock show, which is a pretty early show, but the later shows were just, you could not find two seats together. It was really getting hard at the end of the day. But, you know, the, I, I know, I agree. It was tough, but I mean, it wasn't tough, but we were able to get it. It, it. The time we wanted was the time we got. But it, to me, it was just also just amazing. It's like you have this moment where you have everybody in the theater, you know, really getting together and really enjoying and, 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 and participating in the in the ability of the show and I thought that was great you know everybody all, all kinds of group was just just getting into it and the very fact that, that movie could do that and be enjoyable you know was 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 pretty a big thumbs up 
I mean, of course, things are going to be different with the different Spider-Mans and the, the movie, the way they depicted um, Tom Holland, but I thought they did a really good job, you know. So let's go over, gentlemen, the um, the beginning. So we're starting now with the, 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 the possibility. What did you guys think about the very fact that, you know, Spider-Man is now revealed. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? How are we going to handle this? And how do you think it is by him going to Dr. Strange? Was it a, a, a good idea, a positive idea? Did it, did, this, did it pass the smell test with you guys? No. 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 Okay, you know what? I re, 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 let's take out that question. I did not, I made a mistake. Let's not even go there. Um, no, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I, that was the hard part is, is um, for me, is that Marvel, even though they were cynical at times when Stan Lee was doing it, because they, I don't, I think, Early on, they had some heroes in like, you know, but that was more, they had Captain America running, you know, early on in a couple times and Submariner, which was more Bill Everett's thing. And the same with the, you know, the Human Torch, but they didn't really go into the secret identity the way like Superman and Batman and, you know, having almost month to month struggle with the secret identity, right? In the DC books. And then when Marvel finally was doing a full foray into uh, like a sort of superhero stuff in the 60s they had some different ideas about the secret identity and how to play around with it and that's one of the things when you're doing these marvel things where you just say yep taking off his mask so now captain america that's how it was early on that he really didn't you know you know since he's a man at a time the identity wasn't a big thing and then slowly they started to bring him to have an identity it's a secret identity even though he was very loose with it but he had, you know, supporting cast sometimes. So you didn't have to have a separation between superhero and his regular life. Now, Spider-Man has a full face mask, but at the same time, he did a lot of cool things with the um, with the secret identity in his movies. They've kind of thrown all that out. And I think, you know, Callis definitely said it in the past. It, you know, there have been almost these shows have been kind of afraid of that stuff. So in doing it and having his identity revealed, it's kind of like, it's, it's just a story where we knew we'd have to get a reset. So that's kind of spoil a surprise where it's not really that sort of an interesting thing of doing like a crisis thing or a brand new day type of thing where something gets restarted. Whereas even in brand new day, like the couple ideas to reboot Spider-Man was usually from a villain having Mephisto or at one point they didn't go through it the shape of worlds was going to reboot spider-man so it's like having someone else outside of another hero do something where they recreate this having a villain kind of you know have to do this and then peter park has to deal with the ramifications of it so i don't not really too keen on how they've done it because they don't look at this stuff and say hey even the mike murdoch thing was something way different and if you read the books they were just kind of fun because they were like oh they're struggling with Mike Murdoch when it's the same guy, that sort of thing. So there was a lot of things that Marvel did. Like they did a Spider-Man where Spider-Man is weak. And I thought they were gonna do that in the second Spider-Man movie where he's weak and gets beat up by Dr. Octopus and says, what's wrong with Spider-Man? He's like totally out of it. All right, we're revealing it, Peter Parker. It's like, why would Peter do something like that? You're not, you can't be Spider-Man. You don't got any powers. And they don't realize that he's been, you know, he's going through some sickness or something like that. So his identity is totally not, but the cover is like Spider-Man is revealed on this thing. And then they they did something interesting. So 
to get to this point and no one have any interesting ideas with the secret identity is really sad. And they say, well, the secret identities don't even work. It's like, because they hang out with the same people, they know what you do. You don't, if you're that cynical about the stories, then take Superman or whoever away from that group, right? No, because you don't want to do that. So you're trying to have your cake and eat it too. Have the reveal happen every other week. And it's really not good storytelling. It's really just play to the motif. Try to do that. Don't immediately go to it. And that's what Stan was doing. If he had a story where he could play with the secret identity, he would. And sometimes they were, you know, they weren't that like it wasn't revolutionary. But early on, they did do some interesting stuff. The idea of like the Jekyll and Hyde with the Hulk. When they see Bruce Banner with the shirt all messed up, they don't immediately think, hey, he must have changed into the monster. They like they had no vantage point to know that he was a monster. So they're like, hey, what are you doing here, Dr. Banner? And they're like, oh, I was just such and such, that sort of thing, where they decided to ultimately reveal his identity. But that was, I think, post Ditko. I think Ditko, they were sticking with his identity. And soon after Ditko was gone, they were like, Bruce Banner is the Hulk. But that lasted. That worked for the character well up until, you know, I guess um, like Peter David started to shift it into something else. So, you know, it's one of those things where I don't think, I think that the secret identity was is something that they could do good things with. And this kind of just said, hey, this is gonna be a hindrance. Let's just, you know, he's gonna show everybody, he's gonna show Mysterio. In the times he went with the Avengers early on, I think in the 200s and the 300s of the Avengers issues, he never pulled off his mask. He never let them know who he was. As soon as yeah. Bendis got on there, like, hey, you, 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 I'm rich, taking off the mask, or Civil War, like when he's like, somehow Tony Stark became his father figure in Civil War. I'm taking off the mask for us and the team and this, that, and the other. Like, no, you don't have to take off your mask. He ain't done that in year. He didn't do that. Only closest person he did that for was what? Was a uh, Matt Murdock for Daredevil? Everyone else, he kept it under wraps. What's your take, um, Cal? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, wow! On what, on what on what Petey just said? That's no. all. That's all. One hundred percent accurate. No, What's I wasn't telling you the, on that on Petey. What is this? What's worse about the you whole guys thing like with the um, writing, writing notes to no, one another? No, we don't have to. But what's worse about what was worse about it is that it's so lazy. They just don't want to do the work. The secret identity is something that you can use to generate story ideas. It, it's another tool there, but it's not necessarily, this is like, it's more like a special tool at the end of the day. It's not like, you know, it's more your monkey wrench as opposed to your standard one. And these guys are like, well, if he's got a secret identity, how can he interact with these people and this, that, and they overthink it. It's just not a big, the secret identity, it's not like uh, Lois Lane trying to figure out Superman every episode, which, which sold for like 20 years. They got 20 years of mileage out of that thing. The whole idea of it is like, no, there's supposed to be some actual consequences to this. And with a character like the Hulk, okay, if you know who the Hulk, the Hulk is, okay, it's usually too, usually not that big of a deal because if you go after Bruce Banner, unless you're really, really careful, he's going to Hulk out and you're going to end up being sorry you came after him in the first place. But Spider-Man, Spider-Man has friends. Spider-Man has his aunt. If you don't want to go after him, you can go after these people and really make his life miserable at the end of the day. And that's something that you can actually go after. Or what they did with Daredevil Born Again, where once the Kingpin found out his secret identity, Matt Murdock was given such a hard time, not because he was not as Daredevil with villains coming after him, but just his regular life of not being able to pay his bills and losing his home and not being able to practice law. 
all of that stuff at the end of the day. So there's some really good stuff you can go with it. The trouble, but the, well, the trouble with Daredevil was they would never put that uh, back in the bottle. And so that became like the next story for the like 25 years after uh, that story came out, which is just crazy. But you know, they, they, you know, it's just laziness on their part at the end of the day. But what, you wanted me to touch on something else besides that? Uh, I think you hit it. So Petey, what do you think on um, the Daredevil cameo? Only told um, only told Cal this. I when I went to see it, I was trying to get to the city and I wasn't able to see the beginning stuff. So it's gonna have to be you guys talking about that. I didn't get to see that. That was I almost and you, then you're not qualified to review this thing if you didn't see it then. Okay. Yeah, nice try. Here we go. Yeah, nice yeah, nice try, nice try, nice try. No, so what I, you do to part, one of your partners is just sell me out like that. So that you part you did that scene right there was another part that was very rewarding. That part was another part was very rewarding because it finally connected that part of the Marvel universe that everybody was worried was wondering about. Hey, wait, 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 the, net, this, the Netflix stuff. Your typical fan service, you know, when it's fan service that you like, it's okay. But when it's fan service that you don't like, it's not okay. Is, am I misunderstanding? No, that's not fan. It was no, a great that wasn't scene. Fan. No, that wasn't. See, you, you're misunderstanding fan service, but we don't have enough time in this show for me to educate you to it. So I'm going to let you go on oh that one. But, yeah, but with fan, wow. but with fan, no, right over here, that was a big question. Everything that happened on Netflix, okay, everything that happened on Netflix, was that actually a part of the Marvel Universe? Because it was dropped at one point, and we all know the biggest show off of Netflix was Daredevil. So it became what? They're going to reboot? Are they going to do this? So that just answered the question. You know, this wasn't just, okay, these series are great. Now we're going to have Daredevil coming over. That whole portion, that, you know, that uh, the street fighting part of the Marvel Universe, that was just gone. Jeff Loeb left or, you know, Feige took over. Well, what happens to all this stuff over here? Do these guys still exist? And yeah, we know at the very least Daredevil still exists. To be honest, we can keep Daredevil and we can pretty much get rid of everybody else and it would be just fine. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I do remember one of our, our past videos where you were like, it's dead. It's not coming back. And I was saying it was coming back. I just mm. want to hear you say, I took, yo, you, you told me so. <laughs> oh, you, you want to hear what? I want to hear you say, yeah, you were 100% right. You told me. All right. All right yeah. You were 100% right. It came back. See, see there, there you go. You wanted something out of him. It didn't work out. You wanted him to, to you wanted him to eat crow, but he just, he just, he, he was honest. He said what it is. It's over. <laughs> We did it. We did. Look, I honestly, I looked at the way these things go. And normally, I mean, everybody knows how this stuff goes Hollywood. If you have one guy who's in charge and that guy leaves, usually all the ideas that he has, that stuff goes on ice. You may never see that stuff again because the new guy's got his own thing that he wants to do. He's got his own ideas. And, and, fair, and fair, fair enough, you don't necessarily want to be weighed down with what this other guy was doing. Okay, so even if it was good and it was hitting, I got my own ideas. I want to get this. I want to get this running. So a lot of times wait, you don't see that type of stuff. That probably apology right wasn't, here. wasn't good enough. Clearly, I don't know what happened. It just it, it doesn't. It feels it make it laugh. <laughs> but I'm gonna. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll I'll be I'll be the. He owned up to it. He owned up. That's it. That's it, it, it had to be more. Right? It had to be more of a catharsis to it. Not just like okay, that's it. it, does, it I'm missing. Uh, you may. Have, you may have heard of this day. It was called Juneteenth. I'm free. I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh my God. So Petey. All right, we gotta wrap. We so gotta Petey, wrap this so thing hold on. Up. We got we got a lot more. So Petey, what more? do you think about Sorcerer Supreme Wong? Not with it. Sorcerer Supreme Wong is some straight uh, can you if I swear, are you gonna be able to edit this out of the video? We no, do not swear. Too this lazy. is a family show. Okay. Too lazy uh, okay. to do that. 
All right, this is it's that's some straight malarkey because it doesn't make any sense. You're saying that Doctor Strange blipped. Doctor Strange blipped, and that's the reason why he got it. He got it by default. Okay, well, Doctor Strange is back. <laughs> why are you still Sorcerer Supreme? Are you saying that you are a better, you're, you're, you are better at this than Doctor Strange, or it's just a, well, he's got it now, so I can't take it away from, away from him, so I'm just going to be walking around in my snowy sanctum with my fluffy cape? But look, it's the, the, you can't, look, we don't know necessarily if the, if the, if the uh, ancient one was the best of all um, uh, magicians. No, yes. so you just yes. pointed it out right there. The ancient one had Wong there all that time, and never thought Wong should be it. So let's. She, she never thought that. She never thought that. Um, what you call it? Would blip out. He blipped out. So now Wong is running the show. What's 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 the problem? So tell. Give me one reason that that, that you think that he can't handle the job. He's not. It's DCification of the characters. Explain. Yeah. Let's Explain. just pass it off to this other guy. At least. John Stewart was chosen. Guy Guard, those guys were chosen. He's just guy that's been in there. He could study those books the same way that um was it wasn't Wang was like, no, he's closed, he's been closed-minded. The whole point of the first Doctor Strange movie was that Doctor Strange was open-minded to how he was going to learn. So instead of making him a, a you know, because at some point in comic books, they kind of said they try to keep a gray area of how old Doctor Strange actually is. But at the same time, what they did was, is that in this movie, they said, hey, he spent all of this time using the time stone to learn more. And he used it not just for his own gain, just saying, hey, I want to learn more. This is what I did when I was becoming a surgeon, and I want to do extra. Wong did not do extra. He just wanted to guard the place. That's Wong it. Is the, Wong is the affirmative action hire. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you out of your oh, frigging mind? The, the, the world needs a Sorcerer Supreme. The Sorcerer Supreme is no longer there. So they had to yeah. get somebody else, right? No, so what was so it's Wong? What about, what's his name? Baron Mordu. You could have got him back. Yep, there you go. But he's, but he is on a gray area. He's not in a gray area. When we last left him, when we last left him, he was disillusioned and he disagreed with Doctor Strange, but he wasn't a villain. He was in a gray area. It nope. wasn't, wasn't, so we can't necessarily give it to him. Oh, yes, you can. I see no problems with Wong assuming the role and taking it over, and I think it's a good a, a good thing. I did not like that they changed the, the, the trailer from the trailer where he's like, no, that's a dangerous spell, and in the thing, you'll do whatever you want to basically do, you know, leave me out of it. So they You're saying it's the, what's the name, the, what's that movie? Oh, my goodness. The, the, the um, Woody House and Demi Moore. Um, when they they did the trick where she looks she looks in the helicopter she looks down and smiles like goodbye Woody and then in the movie <laughs> she doesn't see him at all she just in the helicopter going off but in the in the trailer they made it worse that she was just kind of be like see you later husband oh, I get That's the one where she was getting said that, that that she she was giving up for a million dollars right yep yep yeah. indecent proposal. And these are proposals. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And that one, people in the audience are like, it, the people saw the trailer were like, oh my God, she just like looking at the husband and saying goodbye. And then in the movie, she just, it just flies off. He makes the deal, he accepts it. And then next thing you know, they're just like, oh no, of course it's terrible. But anyway, but we got to wrap this thing up, man. Come on. So the, implication, so the implication is one, is it? So the next big thing we need to touch base on is, is the fact of- Oh, wait, 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 wait. I saw what you just tried to do there. No. Juan is default. 
okay? And there's no reason for him to be there. That's a, a look, that is an affirmative action hire. That's the only reason why Wong is there. Because you had other people who are definitely, definitely without a doubt, from what we saw in the first Doctor Strange movie, who should have been first in line, who should have been first in line for that. So either they turned it down, okay, but Wong should not be there. Dude, he's not even the freaking Gerald Ford. He's not like the VP when you lose the president. He goes in there. He's just the guy that he's just the, the guy that guards the the you know the sanctorium. That's it. He don't do he's not he's not a he's not the guy. We bumped him up from being Doctor Strange's manservant <laughs> to you know to uh to, to this. But then they're like, oh well it, it becomes the same nonsense with the whole virtue signal. Oh, it's about time. It's time for Wong. No. Wong would never show that sort of potential in terms of the mystic arts. He was that was never his character at the end of the day. He was the guardian of the sanctum. Now, Doctor Strange leaves, you still gotta guard the <coughs> Doctor Strange is there for five years. You still gotta guard the sanctum. And if he's not the one guarding the sanctum, then who is? It's I mean, they haven't introduced enough characters for them to, to, to do. So the only pro possible person was him. Who in the MCU right now could did they bring in? Exactly. Do what they did in the movie, saying we're, we're, we're there's only two. We'll just cover we'll just cover these areas, and there's not enough action going on in this time. There wasn't. And they could have just. Going. And we already see they got people with magical potential. They just could have got Baby Wong to go over there and guard the uh the Sanctum Sanctorum. Ugh. You walked right it, into that one. Uh, you're, okay. you're spending too much no. time, and you look. Well, you you can you continued it. We were finishing, and then you guys continue. So, what is your take on the three three Spider Mans? Did it work? Yes or no? I mean, come the on, Tom, the, the more the characters Holland you movie? put in the movie, the more people. The, the 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 thing is, I struggle with is that these are becoming just team up Marvel team Marvel, like they they're doing Power Man and Iron Fist for everything. Marvel two and one Marvel team up. That sort of thing, no, and they're not—they're losing the core thing. Now, this is the third movie, and you do maximum characters, good. maximum villains. But you know, I don't think going forward we gotta cool down with this. The next Spider-Man movie can't be Spider-Man and um, the new Black Widow type of deal. Like, cool down. I get it. The third movie, you got three heroes, just like Batman, Batman and Robin, or Batman. I guess Batman and Robin. We have Batman, Batgirl, <laughs> and Robin. Like you doing your, you do the sequel thing. The only thing is like, this is just a lot better than Batman and Robin. It was a lot more fun than this. But the idea is this is a sequel. You're going to get your maximum amount of characters, try to get the Avengers Infinite, Infinity War and end game type of the thing in there. And they maximize it doing the crisis thing. Hey, this time we have three of the same characters in there and it's fun. That's what it is. It's just sort of, fun for the audience, but let's not do this. We already had Into the Spider-Verse. We had this. Let's not do, we need to do a trilogy of Spider-Man and Spider-Man type. Of oh, yes, we do. We need more. We need more. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. Yeah, let's go. Let's bring it on. Right to Cal? Yes, Cal agrees. Okay, so another question. Oh, I can't, the, can't, the hard, hard part is then you can't, once you do a quiet movie where Spider-Man fights a scorpion, they're like, what Marvel character is going to show up in this? Whereas, what you know, like we need Spider-Man to make a mistake so he can fix the problem of this thing, or like that, like that's that point that, that Cal makes is what is is what's killing these Marvel movies. The heroes have to make yeah the initial thing, the mistakes. Kill the movie. This is the most successful movie. No, kill ever in the middle the, of the pandemic. 
They kill the movie, and then they spend the Marvel heroes spend too much time fighting each other. They always have. They always have. But th that whole, I mean, look, we got almost 10 minutes of the film is Spider-Man fighting Doctor Strange. Yeah. Did you not enjoy it? That's not the point. That's not the point. Well, that's what I mean. When, when Cal said that Petey's not enjoying this, that's when he knew I was, what I wasn't enjoying. I was, I was saying Petey wasn't enjoying it. And I was like, yo, Petey, enjoyed, Petey liked it. Oh, oh, when I saw, already... when we saw, what is it? When we saw, what is it? We saw... When we saw smoothed out electro, I was like, "Yeah, Petey's not." <laughs> well, I didn't know it. It was funny when they did the first when Electro first showed up, and he was a being of of energy. And I know they didn't have enough money to keep him like that through the entire movie. Like that was cool, even though like they they threw out the hair. He's like, "I ain't going through another movie with that bad hair, bad hairstyle and those glasses. I'm just gonna be who I am." Like, yeah, nobody cares. We're just gonna move on, <laughs> and he's gonna have uh, he's gonna have a new hairline. He's gonna have a, a fake hairline like he has in real life, and not. Thanks, uh, <laughs> oh, and then they and then they get, they gave him the Bendis line. He was like, "Yeah, you know, you live in Queens, and you help poor people. I thought you were black." <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Eesh. They probably. Yeah, that line was like, oh, Thank well, you. Well, Finally. That one, I was like, yeah, you live in Queens. If you say you lived in Brooklyn or the Bronx, I'll say, yeah, I can believe it. Queens, come on. There are yeah. white people that love and they well, there's like, we can't just immediately say these people, when you like, oh, when you live in the South Queens Bronx, ain't gotta, Peter Parker grew up in the South Bronx. It's got to be a black guy. He, he grew up in Bedside. He, he could be Puerto Rican. He could be Puerto if Rican. Up, you know? if, he came, if he was over here patrolling Flatbush and he wasn't West Indian, then yes, I would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't from the flat. He wasn't from East Flat. We knew he was. So he was like, he's trying to hide his Haitian descent and something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, all right. We gotta get out of here, man. It's fun, but come on. How much more? We gotta do because we can't do the end end Doctor Strange scene because they screwed up doing the end scene just as a trailer. Like you're supposed to do something different. All they did was give us a trail of Doctor Lazy, lazy, lazy. <laughs> That's all that was. What about the Venom end trailer? End credit. Don't what blame do us. Waste of time. Don't blame us. Blame the pandemic. That's the best we can do right now. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't. I wanted to see Venom get in there, but I don't want to see a new Venom show up in this. And then we have a whole new Megilla of Venom and Carnage in the Marvel universe. No, I don't want to see none of that. They already did Venom. Have that Venom meet this Spider-Man. He saw the. He saw, they're watching TV. Go to where they're supposed to go. Like, no, we don't got the, the. We don't got the money to do all of that. That would be too much. But the fans would have went nuts. They would have went nuts. I would have went nuts because I went nuts that's, in Venom too. That's why they're waiting. They're like, nope. We got cards to play, but we're waiting. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So anything else you guys want to add before we, we, we wrap this up? Other than it's a fine movie, we give it a, a A plus or 10 out of 10. I thought you said you wanted to wrap this up. Why are you, what, you, know, why are you egging me on? Who's egging anybody on? I just said, I just want to do a synopsis so that people 10 know 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Be, take the grade I gave and be happy with that. So once again, everybody, thank you guys for being here and part of Spinner Rack. I hope you enjoyed what we did. Once again, there was another great Marvel film dominating during the pandemic. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, 
Venom, and once again, here we have uh, Spider-Man killing it. So keep on watching. You know, subscribe. I noticed you left out. Uh, I noticed you left out Eternals. Ooh, that hurt. And of course, I must. Ooh, and he didn't even. Oh, about to say he's not even correct that. That um. Iraq. Out. Eternally.